You know what? He's a he's a union guy, so yeah, I bet you that happens a lot. <clears throat> Hello. Hey, Pablo. What's going on? You're on with us. It's me, Matt Anthony oh, Wayne. Well, we're, we're live. We're not. Well, I guess <laughs> we're we're starting to record. But Will, gotcha. the, Will the Thrill is here, who I know you've heard. Hello. Mag Hello, Adam. how y'all doing tonight? All right. Mag Adam, you want to say hi? Hey, how's it going? And, doing uh, well, thank you. Good. Mark's been on a few of them. I don't know if you ever met him, but Mark, you want to say hi to Paul? Hey, what's up, man? Nothing so, much. Just chilling. Yeah, I don't think we've met. So. No, no, this is his first appearance. I've known him for Good quite some time. Uh, 20 plus years. Yes. Oh, sheesh. <laughs> but uh, he's a good guy. He's... He's been in union leadership for as long as I've known him. And there's a situation going on with GM currently, correct? Yes. Uh, so nationwide. Tell us what you want to know, want everyone to know about what's going on, and then we'll start asking questions. Oh, you can uh, just fire away the questions. I'll just let you know I'm just representing my local at 1181 in Fayette, Ohio, as vice president and committeeman. So you're, you, you know what's up. I got a, yeah, pretty much. Yes. Got know what's, know what's going on. I shouldn't even say pretty much. Yeah. I know what's going on and it's pulling down to corporate, corporate greed. And, you know, when we took concessions as a UAW back in 2008 and 2010, um, companies benefited that from that making billions of dollars. And it's pretty much the employees are saying, Hey, it's our time. You know, we took concessions for you help us back out. And uh, corporate greed is not letting that happen whatsoever. And the worst thing I've seen that's come of it is they've canceled healthcare for, um, yes, they actually, that is premature too. They are not supposed to have done that yet. The uh, UAW had picked up Cobra for these employees that were supposed to still be covered under contract terms. Okay. All right. And you guys just went through a negotiation and got another contract when this, when it happens to, like in GM, but UAW is nationwide and it's a nationwide yes. strike. So at your, at your place, are you guys walking to, or, or no, right now we are, we are welcome to walk, you know, or as any person as well, we're welcome to walk up and help with the strike, but our facility knew we mainly, you know, produce Ford. Mm -hmm. So things are still going strong there, but as the UAW as a whole started with GM, mm -hmm. So we'll see where it goes from there on out. Is there a possibility uh, UAW uh, nation, whatever you want to call it, the nationwide UAW could say all members we've had it. We got to support these guys. Everybody walk. Could they call a nationwide strike across all of autom automotive that is in their membership? They, I believe they can. I'm not 100% sure. So I can't say yes, definitely. But if, if they call to arms, then that I, I believe we all have to strike. Right. Is there any chance it would get that far in your humble opinion? Uh, I would hope not. Okay. Uh, but, you know, you, you just never know what happens. Right now, the main thing that the GM employees are striking over is that they have people that have been working there five, six years, and they have them held off at still a second-tier rate. And, okay. and, and they're trying to get rid of second-tier. You want to flesh for, out what a for, tier? Is that for, like... Uh, like newer employees that they're paying less, yeah, they're you, trying to get rid of the like middle tier. 
Right. Well, uh, two tiers, they have a structure of um, you have your people that have been hired and they're hired in. And they would be considered like temp employees. But a lot of union places, you cannot work on the floor unless you're part of the union. So uh, GM and Ford and all them, they have second tier is what we call them. Mm. And we had just recently gone through that last year in our contract negotiations and we got rid of second tier. And, and that's one of the big things that the UAW is trying to get rid of. They're like, hey. You know, these people working next to us, they deserve to make as much as us. And right. you got people making five, six, seven dollars an hour less, right. and they're not getting the health care that the rest of our, rest of us <clears> are <throat> getting. Mm-hmm. I mean, they get health care for themselves, but their children and their wives are not included in this health care. Right. And, and this is what it's about. It's like, come on now, you're making a billion, couple billion dollars, and you can't even get insurance for these guys. Right. And <clears throat> you brought up concessions. Define that for us. When you say you guys, as a union body, gave the corporations concessions, what what would a concession be? Uh, concessions would be like a pay freeze. Like oh. in my facility, we went three, four years without no pay gains. No kidding. And 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 we lost holidays. You know, and mm, we know wow. we gave all this stuff up to keep these factories alive, to keep you know the American dream alive, basically. Mm-hmm. And now that they're and, vibrant, you guys want cut back in and yeah. correct. And like in like I say, my last contract, we were shorted uh, three days, and we and, and we had to we had to fight and fight and fight, and we finally got back two days. Well, we're still not at the level we were back in two thousand eight. No kidding. And, over and these a corporations, decade. like I said, are making billions of dollars. Right over a decade, though. So you sacrificed getting a raise, and now they're not doing anything to right yeah because stay in good faith over it right. all those automakers are crashing it's, it's, when times were bad it's like uh it, and if this is just me speaking it feels like the companies kicked us in the ribs when we were down mm-hmm. you know and and we ate that knowing this is what we had to do to survive <clears throat> to put food on the table right and now that the times are good they're still continuing to try to kick us in the ribs thinking well you know they they did this then why aren't they doing this now and it's just you know greed is just getting out of control yeah totally corporate greed's running rampant it it is and it just i don't know it's sad to say it and i'm going to speak on myself on this and you can see it in most of our politicians as well right you know and they're, they're letting it happen and so the company's like well let's see how far we can go right yeah, you gave and them an inch, the expense, they took a mile. Right, and it says at the expense of the working man, right. you, me, everybody. Right. You're up. Uh, it. So, bottom line is, these people still have health care, right? They aren't kicking people out of hospitals that are intensive. No, that's okay. because um. Well, no, that's because um the UAW mm-hmm. picked up Cobra to cover these people, but right. GM did stop insurance on them and it was premature so we're me and mag adam are members of a union for our job and will Mm -hmm. was a member of that same union and we've had arguments about our union and you've heard the the same thing and what would your answer be to the stock accusation the union never does anything for you when you're in trouble oh my uh (laughs) the, the union is constantly working and it's not that just I'm in trouble. The union has to look out for everybody as a whole. Mm-hmm. And and you get some people that I'm going to say um, 
continue to break the rules. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's going to nip you in the bud when it does. Okay. And the union can continue to protect you and protect you and protect you. And you just have your employees that go to work every day and they say, well, the union don't do nothing for me. Yeah, I, I get that. But the union negotiates your wage for you so you'd have a better life. The, the union makes sure that the, the best they can do to have insurance for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you have, let's just say, non-union jobs. Well, now you have companies that have to honor the 40-hour a week. They have to honor health insurance. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just yeah. the union just don't only work in your facility. It's the companies around them have to kind of honor that if they want employees to work there. Right. And a lot of people would point <clears throat> to the reduction, destruction, whatever you want to call it, of the middle class as to why unions are, I'd say their membership's lower. I wouldn't call them weaker because they're only as strong as their membership. And when you don't have as many people nationwide as you used to. Strength in numbers. Right. Mm-hmm. So Correct. Why, why do you think people are anti-union? What do, what do you think their biggest problem with unions are that you would believe is a misconception? No, this is this would be my opinion yep, and no, totally. my belief. Absolutely. Um, you know, we had good times, 80s, 90s, and, and you know, the things kept continue to escalate to where the other companies had to stay competitive at what they the other union shops did. Right. So when they're doing this, people that have never worked in a union shop see that, well, you know, I'm already getting this without a union. Uh-huh. I'm getting these benefits. I'm getting these vacation days. I get these days off. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of fall into a null. Like they're just relaxed and calm. They're not, they're not used to seeing what the struggles that union members had to go through to get things right. in a union shop. Mm-hmm. And then the other places have to stay competitive. Mm-hmm. And, and in my opinion, that people just seem that unions weren't doing the striking. They weren't, you know, out in the streets. They weren't, you know, talking to people on what's going on and, and big business basically caught wind. Like, Hey, well, unions really aren't doing much because it's quiet now. And mm-hmm. then they, and then people say, well, unions aren't doing anything. Right. And actually we are, we're still struggling. We're still fighting. We're still trying to keep competitive wages. But when uh, the, I'm trying to explain this the best way I can. Absolutely. When you when you don't belong in a union and you don't see what's going on behind closed doors, mm-hmm. that they're going to take advantage and say, "Well, a union don't do anything but protect the lazy worker." Right. And 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 that's wrong. And people that never belong to a union don't realize the wages that they have and the health care they have is because the guy next door has a union and right. they had to <clears throat> they had to argue for everything they have. Right. No, I I agree. Yeah. I've, I've been lucky that for most of my adult life, my best jobs have been union jobs. And for better or worse, I, I'm a union guy. I'm pro-union. I don't have anything against unions. I think there needs to be more unions. Um, there should be like a Speedway union, McDonald's. I mean, there should be unions everywhere. Just because there's so many people that need to be need to have that buffer between them and the company. No, oh, exactly. I don't think it really ties in with unions as much, but it could go this way. It's like you're kind of seeing the uh, Uber and Lyft drivers mm-hmm. trying to be yeah. considered actual employees of the company right. and yep. get get 
employee-style benefits from right. doing the job that they're doing. And I'm, I'm surprised. I could see if they get that, then the next step could be, you know, hey, we want, like, a driver union, well, I, like a I'm transportation. Super, well, aren't there Teamsters? Couldn't they be Is that what Teamsters, Teamsters is? I don't know. Uh, Teamsters, yeah, it was with trucking and stuff started out, know. yeah. I don't know. But they it's cover possible. a lot more than that. Maybe they could be Teamsters. Right. I'm not sure. But I mean, they're not even actual employees, <laughs> right? They're just, uh, yeah, gig, right. gig, you know, workers or whatever they call it. Um, right. Pretty much a sub, yeah. right? Subcontractor. Yeah. You guys want to ask Paul anything? Because I've he's seen quite a bit in the union world. Believe me. <laughs> well, been around. Yeah. So um, <laughs> he's a good dancer too. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you dream about it? Never dreamt. <laughs> I, I don't have to. I've seen it. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh my my uh question i guess would be is um like if you guys uh the uaw it's uh only right now they're only gm is striking yes okay gm was the first contract that uh the uaw started with right and then they will move on to ford or you know right. chrysler it's just i just talked to a just, guy the other day he said chrysler's contract is almost mm-hmm. up right now i think yep. like yeah well, so they go right order. now yeah they are on um they got two week extensions on those okay right. so i mean if, they want to get g they want to get it ratified here and then move on and are they getting the same kind of pushback there mm. right now i haven't heard any right Okay. And and I don't believe that you know they will. Yeah. And is that like a it, I don't know a ploy of like these companies you know like where they keep everybody separate like you got your Ford guys their contracts up this year they keep you guys all separate I kind of right. feel like you know right. what we just went through that kind of happened like right. we we had certain regions that they're still under contract so if we want to go on strike we had no support you know right. from them so you know I don't know if that's what they're doing or. It's, oh, it, it may seem that way. I mean, the support's always there. Uh-huh. And like I said, last year, when our contract came up, we were a year before the big three. Right. And so, um, it's like I said, the support's there. It's just the timing of what goes on. So now Ford is going to, Ford or GM or whomever, is going to try and set the standard for the next um, two to three years for other people to receive a contract right. from the lower tier of the UAW. All right. And like I said, at our local level, we got rid of the second tier. Yeah. And I right. believe we were the first ones to do that. That's exciting. Now, is there and any it, like um, division, you know, with, with having that tiered system, like some of these old timers, if you would call them that, um, well, that would are, be me. are, are that they be just like, you know, yeah, that'd be Paul. Right. <laughs> but there's gotta be some like, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm sad. You know, I don't, care about this guy or are you guys is there you know actual unity like where you guys want to bring them up to where you're at well Well, they're obviously there were there was us um older timers that wanted to bring the people up and then there was new hires that wanted to get at our level right in in every situation you're going to have flack somebody's not going to like what you did you know somebody's not going to like your approach right but but the main goal is, is for every union is to have the person next to you making the same wage as you. Right, now it may right. take a little time to move up, but when you're looking at people that've been there for eight years uh-huh. and they're still in, I'll just say they're making ten dollars and you're making twenty dollars. Yep. Okay. That's not right. No. And, and and that's what this big strike is about. They're like, no, these people deserve health care. They yep. deserve to be right. able to move up and yep. make what we're making. And as far as the media goes, and I've seen some of it. 
I guarantee you they are not making $65 an hour. And that's even with their benefits. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. No way. I, I, I saw that yeah, and, I, and I lost it. But if you've worked in automotive, you would know. There's no. That's just absurd. Right. I can't and, even think of anywhere you could possibly work, <laughs> even an assembly plant, and you wouldn't exactly. make you know, You could go all the way to the top of automotive production worker, and I, you would not make that. Maybe I don't even know if maintenance makes that anywhere, do they? But what you're mm-hmm. you're talking about, Paul, is uh like total compensation is what yes, you're, I'm they're, talking the right. whole package, yeah, your, your health benefits, your medical, right. your pay, yeah, your not, hourly yeah, pay, not, your overtime, not you're a production not making, worker. Yeah. No way, yeah. no way, no way. Not yeah, a I heard they had like something uh, six billion in profit. Yeah, oh, they've okay. made eight billion dollars, paid no taxes. We've lost ten thousand. American jobs, Lordstown yeah. shut down in Ohio. Right. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's actually, they've reached 33 billion in three years and not paid taxes. And that was after and, getting bailed out. Yep. Right. Yep. And that was after getting bailed out. By yes. who, Adam? Who bailed them out? Uh, Obama. President. Think, man. President, President Barack, Barack Hussein, Hussein Obama. You don't say Hussein. You say Hussein. Though, right? I, I don't say that. No. Okay. I always say his proper name because that's his name. Yeah. Oh. Like the guy, Assalamualaikum. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, uh, calm down. He just he just grabbed his bottle of scotch. He's uh, uh, <laughs> don't, don't, I need don't, a refill here. Right, don't 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 talk like that, Paul. No, no, we have good and bad with every president. I'll right. say that, but that regime, I'll say that, right. <laughs> did save all of us American workers. Right now, they didn't need to bail out the banks, though, did they? Or, did I they need even, to? I don't know who bailed out. The, did he bail out the banks too? I think, I think so, that yeah. was Bush that gave okay. the tax breaks to the banks. Okay, too big to but, fail. I don't right. know. It was if a weird, if, if, know, if it was a bank's time. needing a loan, there's something really right. corrupt going on there. Is all I'm going to say. <laughs> we're, we're heading down a weird road. How about how about you, Will? <laughs> you got anything you want to? As a former union member, well, I don't know. I just um, the last thing I heard about it was, which seems to be closest that I could think of to here, was they were talking about closing down a uh, ham tramic plant. Really. Mm. Is what I, I haven't was, heard. Really? Oh, yeah, the the video that you sent me the other day, uh-huh. they call it Ham Track, oh, and they're okay. talking about. And I'm pretty sure, like now you know, know I'm pretty sure time. they're talking yeah. about right. Ham Tramick, Michigan. The you know, what is that? A suburb of Detroit? Yeah, I think. Which so. to me, I'm just like, wow, like that's actually like pretty close, you know, for them to be closing down a plant where. People probably need those jobs, you know. Yeah, there's there's nowhere they don't need the jobs. Trust me on that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. right. I hear what you mean. A, a stricken area. South like Korea that. needs jobs. I I have a an American company car, Buick, and on the sticker, I didn't, you know, when I got it, it was built in South Korea. Okay. Like, how does that make sense? Oh, the vehicle. And, and don't they like build the Kias and it's stuff like, like that over here? It's yeah, like it engineered a, here, it, but built. It there. was assembled in South Korea. Yeah. Okay. Like. I don't know. It's weird to me. Yeah. Now, Will, did you enjoy being a union member? Was that the first time, only time you were ever? A- yeah, that was the only time. Um, I can't say the thing. The thing that I enjoyed about it is like I was ready to stand, you know, with any decisions that we wanted to make if it was progressive. But for me personally, I don't know that it affected me too much. Okay. Like you could classify me as one of those people that may have said like the union doesn't do shit for me other than protect me from working 
too much overtime and uh, right. But you did the job correctly. Uh, Paul, I tend to think so. Right, Paul. So it's easy to represent somebody that shows up for work and does their job. Right. Correct, Paul. Well, they don't get represented. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> right. uh, unless they're at contract negotiation. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, right. You come to work, you do your thing, and it's like. But yeah. I, I definitely support it, and I'm, I'm definitely for unions, and it definitely hits me in a way when I hear of these things happening because you know. I still do miss that job to some extent, and it's like sometimes I wish I was still involved, which I guess I, I kind of could be, but right. I don't have the same investment now. Right, I, definitely. I'm not doing that hard-ass work. Now, Mark, have you ever been in a union? Uh, no, but I can uh, I, I can appreciate the perspective. I feel like I'm learning a little bit over here, but I'm also thinking about um, maybe we should... I don't know. I was just googling uh, musician unions. Mm-hmm. It looks like Toledo doesn't have one. But Ooh. I was like, I thought of that a while ago. It'd, be, it'd well. be nice if we all sort of just like knew uh, what the venues were, how they were treating everybody, okay. and we kind of had like a consistency. Yeah. But um, I don't know that Toledo's uh, Toledo apparently doesn't have a musicians there, union. But I don't know. No don't man, know if we're organized enough either. So. I, I actually applied for the musicians union back when I was young and fresh out oh, of high it, school. Uh, was it a, a Toledo thing? I thought that, I saw there was one in Detroit. Well, the branch is like in Michigan, uh, but you go down. Um, it's over. I applied at it was like Heather Downs, um, where that that Mister Atomic is right. by Heather Downs and or uh, Door and not Heather Downs Reynolds. Yeah, Door and Reynolds. There's that Mr. Atomic right. art gallery. Right on that curve. I went yeah. there and applied for it, and I was I was in it for a while, okay. but it was the, when I learned more about it, it was more geared for symphonic, mm. um, oh, okay. yeah, or, was orchestral. Just, what I was right. just checking out was more, uh, what a lot of what they did was scholarships for musicians. It was like for mm. schools and different things yeah. like that. So. Well, maybe you guys can start a regular... Musicians a gigging union. union? Yeah. Yeah, gigging union. All right. Do you think... Mm. Uh, Paul? I, don't, I don't think they would go okay. for it. I don't know. For some reason, I feel like the, the musician crowd is going to be right. uh, not into the union oh. idea. Okay. Too it's organized? Too, it's, no, it's... it's we the, should, if you the, tell them we should unite like a brotherhood and a sisterhood, uh-huh. then you could probably get them on board. Well, that's the mm-hmm. idea behind unions, right, Paul? I feel like yeah. the music industry is just too cutthroat. Yeah. Y- unions are brotherhood. I think you right? just have to rephrase it a little bit. If you call it a union, you might scare right. some people. Well, in that Paul, li- in the liberal crowd, Paul's one of the least scary guys you ever meet. He's really nice. I'm, I'm kind of just, I'm just kidding. Around. If, I, if I'm knocking on your door, I'm going to hand you a beer. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. unions. Uh, they're 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 not the fifties and sixties no more. There's no mm-hmm. thugs. You know. Right. Everything is political now. Right. At every it's level. Yeah, it's all action. It's all political actions. It's, yep. And, well, and when, you know, like um, I got a few phone calls today when people are out there striking and there's there, there were people dropping off cases of water and stuff like that to help, you know, help out the guy striking. And then there's also people driving by and flipping them off. And, <laughs> wow. <you> know, <laughs> so it, it, there's a lot of hatred for some really? reason towards unions. And They're like, like go I back to earlier, work. Uh, you're right. There's a lot of people like, oh, you guys make enough money. What are, you know? Right. What and are you complaining the, about? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the misconcept. Is unions? It's a skilled trade. Yes. 
Right. So, but we don't make as much as what people believe that exactly. we're making. No, I'm with you there. I'm with you there, especially in our job, me and Mag Adam. But uh, especially when you think of those profits, right? Right. Well, oh yeah, like was it GM <laughs> that video you sent me, Mateo? Or, sorry, uh, right. um, my name. They haven't had a <laughs> raise for eleven years. That's some what Paul said. Right, Paul? Eleven years? Yes. Some, Eleven someplace? friggin' years and no that's, raise. It's almost as long as I've worked with Right. Here. I mean, yeah, that's like almost letting the minimum wage catch right, up yeah. with you. you they know? might as well strike, yeah. Right. There's no point. There, but the healthcare thing is what scared me, and I'm glad yeah. they're at least covered for a while. So Cobra yes. Cobra is like the unemploy unemployment. Like when like say if I got laid off from a job, I could apply for Cobra. Yeah, you yes, that- Cobra. Pay That's an like astronomical amount. Wow, Cobra is, but it works like regular healthcare, right? Yeah, you pay an astronomical amount to keep your yeah. coverage out of out of your own pocket, but you still have coverage. Right. Yes, wow. yeah, it's, it's it's very expensive. Man, yep. So the I UAW mean, is making... picking up the tab for them people then. Yes. See, wow. when Mateo told me about that, I kind of assumed as soon as you go on strike, they are cutting your benefits. But that's is that not the way it goes? Well, no, you're you're. Um, corporation is supposed to hold you out until like the end of the month when you go on strike. Okay. Okay. Until your contract expires, that's when things start to fall apart. Uh-huh. Yeah. And my understanding is that contract has not yet expired. And they had, there was people literally that were in surgery that lost their insurance. Wow. That's just dirty. Man. I imagine the doctor's like, oh, I'm done. Uh, well, well, luckily, the doctors don't find out until <laughs> right. they go to the billing process. Right. Right. I don't think, yeah. Most yeah. doctors, they take that oath, and uh, they're going to do what they got to do to save the patient. The hippopotamus. Like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's the, dirty it's the, politics like right. that. Yeah. So what what can be done? What what are you guys going to do? Union actions? Are you, is it going to come to a strike? Oh, it's, they're already on strike. No, I mean, like. Is it going to escalate across all platforms? Is what I'm. Is everybody? Uh, you know, I I would hope not. Okay, I would truly hope not. You don't think? Um, hopefully, they come to a fair deal. If and, and here's what I, well, I found out today when I was talking to one of the people on strike there in Defiance. They said that they're trying to get people to come into work. Oh no, scabs is is no. what unions call them. Okay? Yeah, no, yep, yep. And they've only gotten like twenty people there. <laughs> they've gotten they have gotten people though they've gotten like 20 people but the thing is they couldn't even they couldn't even hire summer help because of the way that the second tier people are getting treated right so those those needs will not be filled wow what in, happen- in our area so what i happened- don't I, I i can't speak about missouri or right. texas i can speak about you know what's going on in our area what happens to those guys that those 20 guys that went in they got called in. They come into work. The contract gets settled. Or, or well, um, everything's usually, forgiven. <laughs> well, uh, usually after that happens, when a contract resolved, the people that came in, uh, I'll just say filling in the spots, they will be relieved of their job obligations, and and they're not even going to be making what the union was making when they get brought in to fill these spots. Right. So they're making less than actually the second tier are making. So people that are doing that are. <laughs> wow. uh, really not doing it for anything other than the money now so you're talking right. about actual scabs because i thought you were talking yeah. about like 
people that are in the union are going back to work. No, 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 no. no. Okay. No, actual yeah. scabs. Right, yeah. actual scabs. Oh, yeah. So our, nobody our guys, from the union has. Right. Okay. No, nobody. Okay. That, we call yeah. that crossing a line. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's not what happened, but they right. did get like, no, some that's temp not what happened. stuff. Okay, now yep. I understand. That that's, makes me feel better. No, about yeah. That. Uh, uh, that's what thing. I thought at first, because like, if uh, you do cross the line, can't the union sue you for like um, whatever pay You're that like, they get they can sue the union can sue you this is what i was told uh-huh. by uh certain i don't union know store. right <laughs> what, what, i'm not uh, gonna answer that one but right <laughs> what's a, i'll what's, just say that person so, wouldn't i'm not a lawyer but i play one on tv right if, if, <laughs> if you uh if we're gonna get to the end of this if you if you had one thing you wanted to tell everybody about being in a union that they wouldn't normally think of being in a union. What would it be like something that the, not every, the common person would realize happens in a union that makes it worthwhile. The best thing I can say is the brotherhood. Mm-hmm. You know, I could go out and I could see these people in the street mm-hmm. and we could talk and we can hold a conversation and we uh-huh. get to work and I'm having an issue with a supervisor. Uh-huh. Well, somebody else is going to walk up. Hey, what's going on? Right. You know, and then they're going to stand there with you so that you right. have a voice. Uh-huh. And, and there's nothing more nowadays that what we need is solidarity. And you'll find that in the union. Right. And, it's like everybody needs an advocate, too. Right. right. Like every person in the workplace needs somebody else, a coworker in that workplace who's who's willing to advocate for them. And, right. You well, know. Mag Adam has declared himself my white ally. <laughs> A long time ago. I thought that was my <laughs> job. Well, no, well, I don't see anymore, Paul. I got I got Mag at him. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. But all right, Paul. Hey, thanks. We're gonna get into some more stuff, but that we we needed an expert for this union stuff because we were calling yeah. bullshit on that healthcare. All right. Thanks a lot, brother. All you right. guys all take care. Hey, yeah, care. See you, Paul. Later, Paul. Yep, bye. All right, cool. Do you yeah. wanna take a break and then get yeah. into the Chappelle shit? All right. What I want to talk about is what's it called? The Dave Chappelle Sticks and Stones. Sticks and Stones. Yeah. And it's a controversy. I don't know how late we are to it. I don't know if you can be late to it. If you haven't heard it yet, um It's been around this, the horn, but is this where we say spoiler alert? I don't think so. It's uh, like three weeks yeah. ago now. But if you haven't heard it, we say spoiler alert. Right? Yeah. yeah. If okay. you haven't heard it, that's your fault. Right. At you, this point. Well, I just said spoiler alert, so they've been warned. Right. They can Spoiler stop. alert. Well, they, we could, as long as we don't tell any of his jokes anyway. Right, so well, yeah, we can't do that anyway. But it's a controversy, right? I, I, I heard about people being upset about it before I even knew it was on it. That's how I found out it was available on Netflix. Yeah. And then Adam like hit me up about the same time. Like, hey, have you seen this yet? I'm watching it right now. I think you watched it when it came on, right? Oh, uh, yeah, pretty much. Like, like that very day? No, it wasn't no? the very day. It was, it was just close, like, though, right? Yeah. It was yeah maybe a couple of days or whatever. Okay. I wasn't like waiting for it. I didn't even know it was coming out. But, right, but I see Dave Chappelle. I click. I'm right, like eh. right away. You sent it to me. Like, hey, dude, you gotta see this. Right, uh, it's good. I boycotted it. One of my well. yeah. One of my friends texted me and said after watching it, and this is how I kind of found out about. It. I saw it once and forgot, but then my friend texts me and goes, "I think Dave Chappelle's trying to get kicked out of Hollywood." <laughs> 
<laughs> like after he watched yeah this, which well, I've seen it. He's actually removed himself and from I, Hollywood. Well, yeah, you know, so yeah. yeah, yeah. But doesn't he live in Ohio? Isn't that what he said? In the he's, special? he's got a yeah a farm or something. Down uh, that was Ohio. like that was the comment that that really persuaded me to check it out. I was like, okay, like he goes yeah. off on quite a bit, quite a. Oh my! I just. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I I had plenty of my own, like, you know, just, like, shaking my head moments. Like, yeah, like, that's some pretty, like, like, that's, like, crossing the line, like, like, like you were, shock and awe. You were offended or you just thought... I'm not offended. Right. I'm not offended by anything. Right. But I understand <laughs> that, like, when you want to make jokes, say, about a homosexual person... It's like you aren't the one who's been put down by like those, like, um, what do you want to call them? Slurs and shit. Right. Like you're like you know, and so it's like easy for him to go up and do all that and yeah. say stuff where I'm just kind of like, is this really the day and age for? Right. I I can't say I I thought it was funny. Right. Like, I was laughing my ass off it, right. a lot of it. But sometimes I was just kind of like, you know. And to bring him up for the upteen millionth time, Uncle Ruckus gets away with it. Yeah. Because he's a cartoon character. Right. Well, he's, but Dave he's, Chappelle's a comedian. He's also a black guy, yeah. like, doing a parody of a black guy that thinks he's white. Which okay, is, but. It's absurdity. I'm, but that's Dave know. Chappelle. Dave. Yeah. I, I, I would never take anything that guy says seriously. And you know what? Maybe he means it, but he's a comedian. He, he right. needs to say He needs to say what's on his mind because some people are going to laugh. Maybe you're going to get butt hurt. But like you said, you always click when you see him. These people yeah, just don't need funny. to click anymore. Right. I don't know. Maybe we're overreacting. But who are these people? I I don't. <clears throat> Who's complaining? That's what I want to know. The, you have, who have you guys heard? Like complain? the Rotten Tomatoes, you have the um, actual critics, and then uh -huh. you have the viewer, you know, critics or right. whatever. It's like ninety five percent for the actual viewers, people like you and I and uh -huh. Mark, you know, everybody. And I then mean, the actual, you know, people that get paid to give yeah. their criticisms. They're all against it, right? So yeah. that's that's. Uh, I think they just came out with something with uh, the Twitter analytics is something like, I don't know if it was one percent or three percent of the users on Twitter do ninety ninety nine percent of yeah. all the posts. Yeah. So it's like, it's a very small number of people, and the people who were outraged enough by the special out of this one percent of people, you know, somebody grabs all that outrage from Twitter that's really only a small, small minority, and then yep. that's a headline on CNN yeah, yep. or, or you're, Fox you're, News. Yahoo News, you're like, oh, people are friggin' crazy about what Dave Chappelle said, you know, and like you said, it is yeah. a very small minority of people. Like, I mean, I'm there not, could be more, it's just like not everybody's outraged enough to actually make a comment on, right. on Twitter uh, or on social media. Um, I don't see anybody... But I think a lot of times for me, I don't know, I watched the special... And I wasn't, it was like right when it came out and I hadn't heard a lot of the controversy. So right. I wasn't aware of like, watch this to see how offensive it was. Right. And I can say, I don't know, I wasn't offended, but at the same time, whenever I see a comedian, I always think of their intention. And I think a comedian's intention is only to make the audience laugh. If they're a true comedian and true to their craft, what they're trying to do is just make you laugh 
And sometimes, and I, I think a lot of what what comes with the funny is pushing boundaries and being uh-huh. on the edge. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, you, you guys, go I ahead. think if you, if if you go with intentions and in, in the words don't really, I don't know. If if I look at Chappelle, I think all he intended with the special was to make people laugh and be funny. Mm-hmm. And you know what you said, he, his intention might have been to get kicked out of Hollywood. If that's his intention then that's a different thing, I think. It's just... I haven't actually... I haven't uh, looked at it from that perspective. I, I think they also try to push boundaries. You know, it's not just about laughs. They might want to be a little it, bit yeah. provocative. Yeah, you know. Get some headlines. Yeah, right. But, that's what but it, Here's the other thing. He it, lives it's in Ohio. But in the room. A, it's to push a, you know, boundary and be funny. Because, uh-huh. you know, sometimes things are just kind of absurd if you look at them in a very... Like you just said, you watched it before you heard about the controversy, and you laughed. Now, after you heard about all the controversy, did that change like your opinion on it? Like, okay, maybe that is a little insensitive. So no, coming I, through like fresh lenses, oh, shit, that was just funny, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know. I can see how people could think think that jokes are sort of tasteless, or they're um, they're not funny to them, or they can hurt their feelings, I guess, but I don't know. Just to be offended seems like right. a different level of. And uh, should that matter? I mean, do I have to worry about everybody's feelings or Dave Chappelle? Why? Yeah. Why you does just, he? You just don't click on Dave Chappelle anymore, exactly. Right? Well, that's like the thing with it is like I didn't understand that there was any kind of mega outrage about it because the way that I view it is, I thought it was funny too, mm-hmm. but I think in. Okay, I think that I think in a well-rounded way of, like, I also see the side... That's offended. That is, like, dude, the MJ jokes. But a lot of times... Like, those (laughs) MJ jokes, like... It's hilarious, dude. It's hilarious, but think if, like... You're that blowing happened. Michael Jackson. But think you, know, like, like, you could be like, blowing your uncle instead. I mean, it's absurd. It's like, but if that actually happened to you... Yeah. Like, it's it's just like jokes like that are right. just like... Yeah. So you your comics talk about you're that. You're empathetic. You know, that's that's, empathy. Yeah. Well, that's the word. You're, that's, you not know. A, that's not a bad like, thing. I've, I've heard comics it, talk about that, where it is, it is something that becomes uncomfortable. Like, they'll be on stage, and they'll have a joke about someone in particular. <laughs> like, say, someone in a wheelchair, and then they right. look down, there's someone in a wheelchair. Sitting there. And it kind of ruins that person's night. And... From what I've heard, I mean, every person's different, you know? Right. But I, a right. lot of comics, they don't like that feeling. Like, that's right. Not, like, a lot of times they'll try to avoid those bits if they can. Yeah. But at the same time, you're trying to make people laugh. And a lot of what makes people laugh is the the forbidden. It's right. like the things you shouldn't talk about, right. but you make light of it anyways. Yeah. Or a lot of, like, a lot of people say that, you know, time plus tragedy equals comedy. Like after a certain amount of time, something terrible that happened. Like, well, that's where you, know, you the can two, make fun of Shakespeare now. That's the too soon so joke. Ago. You can make it's fun the of too soon joke. Like, is that now, too think, soon? Can't you? <laughs> yeah, that one's still borderline. I think. Oh, it's still Park, I, it's like gotta be good. Twenty years, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We haven't we haven't brought up South Park in episodes, so I thought when they did it, well, it they're wasn't constantly too soon. pushing <laughs> offensive so, material right. out. Well, they did it years ago, so yeah, we're past nine eleven. But like he said, the Michael. MJ, Michael Jackson. Uh, something that I heard. Might be too soon. This is the interesting thing that I have kind of had a couple conversations about South Park that recently have had me thinking about this Dave Chappelle thing is when South Park started making all the Jew jokes, uh-huh. 
anti-Semitism in the United States rose. Really? Yes. No kidding. So there's like a direct correlation? Because some people are like, they're fucking right! (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have the people that are like, like, they're so blind of the joke that it's just like, right? it's fucking, it's funny and it's real. Like, that's like real... That might be more like bias confirmation or whatever, you know, where you're just like... You already uh, thought that? Uh, I already thought that, mm-hmm. and now they said it. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Don't, it's just I, an I interesting thing. I honestly don't think, like, racism or, or you know, uh, sexism is, is a real issue. That's why I think it is funny when they talk about shit like that. Or, you know, um, when it's, being anti-gay or whatever. It is for a very small minority of people... Who are you know ignorant or whatever, but mainstream? No, I mean, well, I the think thing people is, accept everybody, and it's gonna get more and more and more. The thing is with sexism and racism, when it is serious, it's, it's very serious. And if you joke around like that all the time, it's hard to know when you're supposed to, you know, draw the line. Yeah, but yeah, I think Maybe a lot of it is serious too. I think it's just we're at such a massive global scale. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's like sh- shitty things are happening to people every day. And you're right. seeing we're hearing about it more. Yeah. Right. We're like, constantly in our faces. Right. We're not a shelter. So it seems like it's everywhere all the time. Right. When in fact, it's like it's all over the world all the time, but like it's such a small fraction of the population. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's like just, really in the end, everybody just wants to have a decent life. Yeah. Exactly. I, like, just, I just think there's a lot of oversensitive people out in the world today right. that and feel of, entitled to like right. their their opinion should matter or in the way it's like they are entitled to it. Like yeah, like we're all you know, it's like everybody like we just gotta be able to fucking have, accept it. Have your opinion. Yeah. Okay, great, whatever, but why does somebody like that uh, Shane Gillis? He just got fired from SNL, you know, because oh, yeah. he made some jokes on a podcast, right. you know, you watch it, years ago. You, you know, when you run for governor of Ohio, huh? gonna, when you run for governor of Ohio, <laughs> oh, me? Yeah. yeah, they're going to come back on you because of this podcast. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what it would be like, right? Right. When you're old enough to run for governor, uh, you like decide ju- to, like Justin like, Trudeau. Yeah. You know, this yeah. guy is the biggest pusher of. Uh, PC culture and who Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada. Oh, all, all the uh, Captain Blackface. All the president's families into him or something. All the chicks like him on the president's family in the president's family. Uh, you, like uh, are into our presidents? Tri- yeah, yeah. Aren't, I've seen I pictures mean, of like, a kind of handsome guy. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, what were you saying? He's into sexism. Uh, no, he. Uh, the photos just came out where he did like a a blackface Aladdin. Ooh, yeah. Um, he did. I think like Jimi Hendrix. Anybody oh, else no, see I this? Have, I haven't heard anything. <laughs> oh about my god! Breaking yeah. news. No, this ain't Never. really break. It's like it's been out there, but yeah. For how long? He's the Prime Minister of Canada. Okay. Okay, and he's really into like um, cosplay. No, you know PC culture. Okay. Well, yeah, obviously he is into cosplay. Okay. I think it was like a Halloween party or something, but. Is he Aladdin? showed up as Aladdin, and he had like... Is Aladdin black, though? Is Aladdin... No, he was like the whitest character on that no, but cartoon the, or Aladdin, whatever the you story, want to call it, film. The story of Aladdin, it's... Yeah, he's it's a, a genie. He yeah. was Middle Eastern or something. Yeah, he's yeah. Arabic or so whatever. So he would be Persian. Per- be well, I'm thinking of the genie Well, he wrote Aladdin. a rug, so yeah. he's Persian. saying he is Aladdin. He was a Persian rug. Persian rug, so did he's guys, Persian. Did you guys know that uh, what I heard about Persian rugs and why they're so expensive... 
And I'm sorry, this is off it's topic. It's okay. I don't no, yeah, no, let's go for it. This out, I'm a Lebowski fan. I'm apparently, the rugs. patterns on it, if you eat a high enough quantity of psychedelics, mm -hmm. uh, such as mushrooms or another anthogen, mm -hmm. um, those Persian rugs actually reveal things in other dimensions and in like certain corners of certain rugs um, come to life and you can actually speak to your ancestors and oh, speak to things um, that have come through past generations of the world. Nice. Yeah, but you could just like buy a Ouija board and it'd be a lot cheaper. I, I don't think. know about that, buddy. <laughs> That's the legend of the magic carpet. It just, just depends on if okay. either yeah. of them no, work. No, that, that makes sense. Like so, I can see it. I mean, when did this happen? When did everybody start talking about Justin Trudeau? I think it came out maybe two, three days ago. Okay, so it is fairly yeah, new. You're behind, dude. That's all, I'm an I'm surprised. I think I sent you a, something about it. You might have. I saw the yeah. picture. I didn't realize. I got the half boycott it, it, or something. It wasn't. It, it didn't show one of the president's female family members gazing at him like they wanted a boner. Right. So right. I did. I, I didn't recognize Justin Trudeau. That's the only time I've seen Justin Trudeau is when yeah. these chicks are looking There's, at him like they're There is him. also a conspiracy theory that like Fidel Castro is his like illegitimate father and not actually like, wow. have because Trudeau, father. I guess, is a big, you know Your well, father can't be illegitimate. I guess, He's an illegitimate uh, son, maybe. Uh, um is that what yeah, you're to yeah, say? yeah, I guess that's the way <laughs> illegitimate father. Well yeah. I couldn't it's, I couldn't hear anything else you were saying. Fidel you Castro that. is his real father. This is like Alex Jones stuff right here. I but, knew it. We get yeah. enough scotch in him. And they got some <laughs> pictures uh, side by side and he mm -hmm. kinda looks like a Caucasian version of uh, Fidel Castro. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> Back in the day, he's he's got like two or three pictures of him mm -hmm. in like blackface, okay. and what are the now they want him to step down because uh, no because he's uh, you he's know Canadian right? he's I mean, Canadian he's a lefty it's not a big deal in Canada so right? it doesn't he's matter a, if it was Trump or you know any any conservative or even libertarian person probably would be serious outrage Canada's not as Anti-blackface. You know, I, I think the dangerous thing about that is, you know, as time has progressed, at least from what I've seen from like recent history and through my lifetime, everything gets sort of like things change and things become like not good to say anymore, and like words and language change and the way right. people think about things change. And if we're going back, and you know, now that we're recording everything we do, mm -hmm. and we're able to go back ten, fifteen years to a different time and different culture. I think it's like pretty unfair to say, you know, if you go back into slave times where everyone was using the N-word, like, uh, obviously it was derogatory, but I think, um, I don't know, it's almost like when we look back on history, we always think that people were doing stupid, crazy-ass shit. Mm -hmm. And to go back and then punish them in the present day for right. the stupid, crazy-ass mm. shit they were doing that everybody was doing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's it's like uh, it depends. I guess it depends on the crime or it depends on the offense. Right. right. Like sometimes, yeah, it's like or, clearly like or, yeah, that should be or your intentions. Honestly, I think Justin Trudeau he went to a Halloween you know or a a, well, a costume party and thought, hey, this will be fucking great. I'll just you know make myself look like a really dark Arab you know. Right. Uh, well, let, and, let's just say like the the R word for example. Everybody knows the new R word. Oh, what's that? Ritalin? No, uh, for a disabled person. Mm. Oh. So if we go back in time to when I was in grade school, 
Oh. That was common slang that you called your friends to make fun of them, yeah. and everybody did it. So if everybody had a camera on them, I call Adam in ten that years, twenty yeah. years from now, when nobody uses that word, I think you're saying retarded, right? Yeah, when when that's completely out of the out of the right. diction in thirty years, and then they go back to when we were in grade school right. and everybody used it and punish us for it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I feel like that's what can happen if we let this go down this road mm-hmm. yeah and that was we used to say like, mongoloid a lot yeah yeah like you're a mongoloid that's not so we used bad. to call everything gay that's a form yes. of retardation yeah. right and well, that's sort of know. changed yeah i hear you that. i get yeah. changed yeah. you don't you don't hear it as much it's not the same it doesn't even have and that's fine to change but all i'm saying is like if we go 20 years down the road and no one ever says gay anymore but then you go back to when i was in high school and that's what you said about sports right that's what you said about you know, the math test was gay. Yeah. Look at and this. then we all get punished for it. Yeah. Right. Right. No, yeah. I, just, I just think we need to avoid that. <laughs> but right. yeah, the, the, but the whole thing was is like, this was uh, actually like in the 90s is when this was taken, late 90s or whatever, when this, you know, kind of PC culture thing or right. um, you know, has already kind of taken foot. And, you know, everybody's got skeletons in their closet. Right. So... I, I don't really have a problem with it. You know, I, I think he just had a thing. But right. when you propose to be the most anti-racist and anti-this and anti-that, and here you, you are. dressed up in what? Maybe, yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like. Yeah, we'll, I, I we'll think see it's where it fine goes. to progress. Maybe I then think, you should eat it. I think it's good to progress. <laughs> I think we should, like, you know, try to be as least offensive to each other as we can. Well, it's just like it, huh? uh, it's we don't have time machines to right. go back and change what the culture was then at the, I agree with that sentiment, but at the same time, we, we know we're not there yet. So there also needs to be more of a buffer. You got to realize what do you people mean are we're gonna, not there yet. Like, what he's saying where we, we can't say all this stuff because we got to be more sensitive to what people are saying. Right. We're not all the way there yet. Most so people th- don't say it anymore. But right. I don't think it's but, ever ending either. Right. That's like, why let's say, it's not let's ending say now. We, let's say, uh, you know, the, the most appropriate thing to say would be disabled now. Right. And I'm not sure that that is, but let's just say or that it is. Handicapable. It's very possible that in 20 years, disabled is going to be bad. It could be. And, that, right. and that's yeah. like, it's just the way language evolves. We right. always, the new generation finds offense at the old generation's terms. So right. I don't think there is a getting to a good place. I think it's just right. going to keep evolving. But it's a constant. But it seems like right now, they're constantly trying, I don't know who they is, but constantly trying to change the language to control thoughts and actions and this goes into a bigger thing or like you know getting banned on youtube right. you know or or facebook if you do say retard or gay or whatever you know all of a sudden now you're banned because you know right. retarded was okay yesterday but now today now it's not so <laughs> so now you're done yeah you're done it's over well i want to kind of spin this back to what mark said about the the Twitter sphere and how they went after Dave Chappelle, and it seems so loud just because of the platform. The reason we hear so many people in arms now is because it's it's a lot easier to have a voice yeah. with social media. We're global now. We like Mark said, we're we're seeing things throughout the world that is happening that's BS, and we're thinking the world's bad. Well, that stuff was always happening, but now we see it. It's like Let's, more people are able to talk about it. Put this openly. Tech, put this technology in the hands of pre World War Two people, and they they could you know there's people sending you live stuff that's happening in in Russia and and in in Germany, and and we're we're learning about it sooner. 
they might have put the brakes on what they were doing and not expand. It, it's just the way the the world is smaller now. They could have prevented it, right. possible. So when I'm offended, we can communicate. Right, exactly. Faster. Yep. And when you're offended now, you have a voice. And there's more people out there that might not speak up, but then they they see it on Twitter, so then they join it. Right. And it starts trending. It's because so many people have a voice now, and it's it's not that people are getting offended. It's that you never heard they were offended before because there was no way to know. Yeah, but going to Mark's offended. point, there really isn't that many people that are actually offended. No, it's because that's the other a, thing. I a want to very ask. small percentage of people right. on a very large platform. Well, that other it gets question picked up. is what you brought up on the Rotten Tomatoes. Who decides the Rotten Tomatoes rating, and then it's so out of whack amongst the regular people? Well, Who's that group? Well, I guess there's like professional movie critics, like they're all know, part of Cisco and Ebert type people. Okay, that do. Yeah, there, there's and two two, two yeah, sides. The, yeah, the critics frowned on it, and then right. the fans loved it. And then you have just regular people and that when you, when you drill down on the critics, are yeah. these are these the people we're talking about, Mark? That are, I'm sorry, are these people we're talking about, Mark? That are like what you were saying. More it's like sensitive the bloggers and are they more sensitive type people that understand? I think that? they cater to Hollywood. Yeah, okay. they're they're and getting the, paid to write a narrative that is supposed to agree with. Now, are they are they doing that writing a narrative that agrees with what they want pushed, or do they really feel that way? That's what it's I like. Maybe they're like working <laughs> for that that firm that they work for because they believe in their ideal. There's some of that in there, probably. Yeah, you know? they, they this, might actually believe it. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I've never, uh, I've never dealt with uh, critics in like a real life scenario where I was being criticized by critics. But what okay. I can, what I've gathered from people that do, like famous people that have a lot of stuff they put out that gets criticized, right? Is the one thing they say is like. A lot of critics will give you really good criticism, and a lot of critics will give you really bad criticism, and they don't pay attention to any of it because, like, the critics seem to uh, have their own agendas, and they're all in different directions, and they're all yep. sort of like aligned with different people, and it's really hard. They're, it's really hard to take a critic seriously. Well, and it's like they're looking for different things than the average user is too. Right. Like, if you take the critics reviews and the users reviews and read them all and put them side to side. I'm sure you'd see like the different why they rated them the way they did. It would be a very like contrasting. Yeah. And think about if you're a critic and you write Dave Chappelle was good and it was funny. No one's going to read that. Nobody wants to read that. But if you say Dave Chappelle was super offensive and it was like, uh huh. Everyone in the the human race is going down in the toilet. Yeah, you know, then that's like clickbaity, and it's mm-hmm. also it's you know it's part of our culture's to blame too because it's like we're always looking at the accident driving by, uh-huh. and we're like we want to see the shitty part of humanity. Yeah, yeah. We want to see that like right. ooh, Dave Chappelle's gonna go down that motherfucker, and everybody <laughs> tribes up, right, and like has their teams, and everybody right. feels like they're part of this like taking down, and it's right. like uh, it's just like cancel culture gone crazy. Gotcha. I don't know. No one's canceling Netflix memberships over. But I don't even know that it's I've gone heard. crazy. It's it's just like it like just we were seemed, saying, the yeah. minority of people with these loud voices. It and that's seems what like, we're hearing. And so. when you yeah, when you look online, those people are working for whatever they're working for. Oh, and you know the the paid critics. I think they are like pushing an, an agenda. Okay. You know. So. All right. Well, let's vote. I'm gonna. We're gonna go around the table. We're gonna vote whether the podcast is. Pro sticks and stones or don't watch sticks and stones. Mark, 
You go first. What's your vote? Uh, I would say if you're a fan of comedy, it's funny and uh, it's a great special. And I and I believe, and this is just my perception, but I think Dave Chappelle's intention was to be funny and to make you laugh. And therefore, none of it was offensive to me. Okay. So, I give it a thumbs up. Yes. It's a Siskel thumbs okay. up. Yes. Right. We're caught that is a yes in our yes. Wait, is Siskel the one that died? Are they both? They've both died now. Uh, are they both one dead? of them's alive. I think one's still there. And Roger Ebert yeah. still. Yeah. yeah. The bigger oh. of the two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the right. one you would have thought would be passed away. Right. Anyway, Meg. <laughs> uh, I would say thumbs down. Because I don't want I don't want to offend people. Really? You know? Yeah, that's my opinion. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's just why do it? <laughs> okay. No, dude. If you feel like you're going to be offended, I would say yeah, like, you should avoid if, it. If you feel like you're going to be offended, like you're gonna be offended by, by watching somebody talk, you should probably just cancel your life. Right, but you're saying don't watch it. No, yeah, I, I, think... I I thought it was great. It okay. was funny. If dude. you're gonna if you're gonna be offended by a, a stand up comedian, uh huh. If if their intentions to make you laugh, right? I don't think you should watch stand up comedy. Right, right. that's yeah. There's always going to exactly. be something in there, right? Yeah. Will I gave it a thumbs up too? Right, it's unanimous. You na- you oh, got, yeah. you gave I'm, it a thumbs I'm up left the whole way through. I could yeah. see where people would be upset, just like yeah. Will said. It, there's some stuff in there. There's some. Like people I was that seriously like, like wow. at some points I was seriously not laughing at first because I was just kind of like shocked. Yeah. Like, I was looking at people in the crowd. Like, I was watching them <laughs> yeah. not laughing. Yeah. Right. Like, it took them a minute to, like, there might have been, like, three They had people. to look around, see if uh, the Gestapo was watching. Well, dude, <laughs> if I laugh, am uh, I getting hauled off to, like, I, I don't know, man. Like, just the, some of those jokes were some fucking hard hitters. And yeah. It's, the Jesse Smollett part, yeah. I remembered what you said. Juicy well. Smollett. Uh, yeah. Smollett. I looked in the, the crowd, and this one dude had his arm around his old lady and she was not happy no i could you, there was no mistake in it no <laughs> he probably <laughs> was not getting laid that night because of dave chappelle <laughs> he's paid all that dave money chappelle cock blocked probably right. some dudes that night. all right mm-hmm. that were upset but his imitation of the nigerian muggers was to me worth the price price of admission right to me that was the funniest moment i i rewound that almost fell off my chair when i first heard it but man that was funny when he imitates the Nigerians, correct? I thought the Bill Burr special was good too. I haven't seen that out yet. Specials. You know I what? I didn't yet. really like that one as much. No? I don't know. Like, I think he was being too tryhard or something. I don't know. He's I a like ginger, the, so you know, he's. I he like Bill pass. Burr. He gets a pass on the podcast. I thought it was good. One it's of my favorite ones, though, if you're looking for a stand-up comedy special, was Burt Kreischer's latest one. It was about okay. six months ago, maybe. Yeah, right, I actually got yet. to see him live. Netflix before he he's blew the guy. Up. He's the guy that tears his shirt off right at the beginning. He's got <laughs> yeah. the machine story. Is yeah. it Netflix? Anyways, yeah, it's on Netflix. Okay. Uh, was that Secret? If time? you want to see, yeah, Secret, Secret Time. time yeah. Well, uh, if you well, want to, well, if you want to see something that'll offend you, but it'll also be super funny. Okay. Well, well what's that show you you always talk also, about? It's brought to you by MeUndies. MeUndies. I wish. Which one? The one you keep talking about. I think you should leave. Yes. Oh yeah, that's like an instant classic. Yeah, definitely. It's just a sketch show. Yeah. Yep. Is that on Netflix? It's a dude, Tim Robinson, who was on SNL, and he pretty much took all his like failed ideas that SNL turned down. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking just made his own show with it. Right. It's like, I think. Okay, it's called "I Think You Should Leave," because. Every situation would have been 
neutralized before it got to the point that it did in every episode. It's like somebody would have like shut him down or shut the person down in the, like it wouldn't have even like somebody would have been like, right. yo, like, you know, I hear. Yeah. it's all about that person it, where you're just like, I think you should leave now. And where's like, that? Where's that on Netflix? Netflix. Yeah. Right, it's I'll like, it it's like six or seven, 20 or 30 uh, minute episodes. Right. What's your last binge stream? What have you been into? Oh me? Yeah, Netflix wise. So Netflix uh, give us free Netflix. Mind Hunters. Right? From you. Yeah. yeah. And I guess I'm guilty too cuz season 2 last one. Yeah. That was the last one I streamed. I haven't I watched Dark Crystal. Did you? I got to get into that. The you movie keep, or the new the series? New one. Yeah. I've seen the movie, but yeah. Long I watched time it a ago, long I don't time. know. I started trying to watch it like when it came back on Netflix the movie. I was like this is right. I can't do it. Dude, the the show is good. Yeah. yeah. We're all right. One last thing. Where can we find you, Mark? Only's Band? Yeah, theonlysband.com. You can download my, uh, sign up to my mailing list and download my album. There you go. And uh, let's see. YouTube. Find me on Facebook at The Only's Band. YouTube. Uh, I think it's at The Only's Band. You right. can search for The Only's on uh, anything. Spotify, Amazon Music, everywhere right. else. Roll it at the end of this podcast. Definitely. You get to call it, though. What song is it going to be? Oh, I don't know. All right. I love that one. Bad Clark's my favorite, I guess. Okay. I like that one, too. Mag Adam, under hey, the bridge? Under the bridge. All right, buddy. We'll Down get you time. there. That's where I'm All taking right. him. Yep. I'm dropping him off. Whatever happens after that. All, All right, right y'all. <laughs> Peace. All right. All right.